I know it. I feel it. <laughs> Welcome back to Super Flexible Podcast, episode 132. Welcome. Welcome aboard the the Dynasty Madman. Where the heck have you been? You said, I'm going to do this show with you all the time. We're going to freaking do this. You, me, and Hogue. We're going to Every time, every week. I don't even care how much time I don't have. We're doing it. We're going to make it happen because we can and we will. Love it. We got to get into the news and notes. Uh-oh. First of all, what you happened? know you know I'm glad you're here. This is exciting. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. The news and notes. But mm-hmm. we want to dive deeper, the stuff nobody's talking about. Start with some Aaron Rodgers. <laughs> <laughs> no one's talking about Aaron. What's happening there? I heard there's a probability that he could be traded and or retire from the NFL. What? <laughs> Aaron Rodgers. Yeah. When did you hear this shit? Uh, I'd have to, I can't confirm any I of this. I can't confirm or deny this. Yes. Um, I did hear that he was going to be traded to the Denver Broncos by the end of the week. Um, yeah. And that they were going to sign Blake Bortles to take his place. They did um, sign him. It looks like maybe. See, uh, it, it turns out my sources are pretty, pretty right on so Your far. Sleeper alert during the news drop. Oh my goodness. But How about that? for real. Yeah. So. Everybody's talking about Aaron Rodgers. Is he going to get traded? He, I don't think he wants to be there, first right. of all. But how do you feel about Devontae Adams truthfully moving forward in Dynasty and this nice buy window you are about to have? 28 years old. He'll be 29 in December. And Aaron Rodgers-less Devontae Adams is, is very possible in the near future here. Yeah, I mean, those guys are BFFs, right? I mean, Aaron Rodgers... Pretty much made Adams and, you know, you could yep. say that Adams is his favorite, you know, wide open wide receiver down the field. And I don't this could go either way. Right. Devonte Adams is never as good as he was ever again because he's not playing with Aaron Rodgers or, you know, he's still wide open and a quarterback's able to find him. So, I, you know, he could take a hit. I get it. But I agree that it would be a buy window for people who are scared off. About yes. It. I think Adams has, yes. He's a um, fine tuned machine out there on the on the football field really developed into a top tier, maybe the best overall wide receiver when paired with Aaron Rodgers in the league. We know that from fantasy points, PPR points, all of it. Um, I'm fine with that. Yeah, I'm fine with buying him. I I think you'd be uh, living scared or too much fear to steer clear of Devontae Adams, given that he's in his prime still. I agree. And that I think like the security blanket of having Aaron Rodgers definitely goes away, but I think there's a certain upside to having a crummy quarterback for a wide receiver as talented as Devonte Adams, and I mean they're looking for that first or second read, and that's yeah, looking always for the go be, route. It's open, thank you God. You know what I mean? They're not Aaron yeah. Rodgers who can find that third to fourth to fifth option at times and keep spreading the ball around the field. They're going to be looking for Devonte Adams and having to push it to him. But then there's also going to be that like the I think the floor does go down for Devonte Adams, but I think that. 
this price that we're about to see once once Aaron Rodgers is actually gone, that is going to be the wide receiver I am chasing all offseason. 2017, that was when Aaron Rodgers yep. missed some time. We had yep. Brett Huntley start nine games. Mm-hmm. Devontae Adams missed two games, played 14 games. He was wide receiver 12 with yep. nine games of Brent Huntley. So it's not like... Still a wide receiver one. And, and that was 2017. Like, Devontae Adams has developed a lot since then. And and I think that Devontae Adams will be next now to try to push himself into a better situation. I'm definitely going to mm-hmm. be buying this aging vet because I think there was a hearty of that aging vet price dip and now once Aaron Rodgers goes away and people are sure of that I'm yep. in dude. another dip yeah another dip for uh, another uh, value and yeah why not I mean most of the teams you're you know I'm thinking about stand to gain by plugging him in I don't see why you wouldn't you know if you're a win now team you know you're poised for the playoffs let's see you're competing um, at the top of the heap there you would love to get that wide receiver and honestly you know if Blake Bortles steps in I mean, you know, you saw what he did with Allen Robinson, so Devontae Adams could be the next Allen Robinson. <laughs> but seriously, yeah, you, you joke, and, and, and I get it, but I mean, quite seriously, if something like that were to happen, or even if they're stuck with Jordan Love, maybe Gardner Minshew's traded there, there's other possibilities that could still happen. Maybe he ends up going to the Raiders and they have Derek Carr. Maybe it's Drew Locke b- battling it out with... um. What's his name again? Bortles. <laughs> Blake Bortles. The guy we were just talking about. Yes, sir. But yeah, I mean. I think, yeah, it'd be fine. Uh, Adams is good enough, I think, to um, weather that storm. I don't know if he'd like it, right? I mean, he's. Um, I agree. He already kind of spoke Rogers out. main man. Yeah. yeah. He already kind of spoke out that he doesn't know how that make him feel. So I don't think they've done enough to keep Aaron Rodgers there at this point. We'll have to see what happens, though. I, I, I would love mm-hmm. to be wrong about this, but. Just the feeling I'm getting on it. Um, well, so- hopefully they treat him like Antonio Brown because Devontae Adams is not Antonio Brown. Um, you know, Devontae Adams is still right there in, you know, at the peak in, in his prime years, his prime wide receiver years. And there's really not a ton to worry about. So take that discount when it happens and buy him for sure. Yep. Crazy not to. Again, the nitty, the gritty, the deep dive in news. Like, I don't know if this counts as news, but there's a tight end that landed in Atlanta, I want to talk a lot about. And it was in the rookie draft. He was picked fourth overall, and that's Kyle Pitts. Yeah. I don't called think enough people are talking about this guy. Yeah, called generational. I mean, I think if you believe that, then even if you play in um, non-tight end premium leagues, which, right, that's that's the way to make the tight end relevant. You know, there's a few guys that would ordinarily be relevant if you didn't have tight end premium leagues. And let's be honest, it's always kind of a pain in the ass to have to deal with tight ends. Yeah. And especially in non-premium leagues. And so that's non-premium what everybody's leagues, fishing it, for yeah. with Pitts right mm-hmm. here. And so, the, you know, he's going high. You know, he's going at the fifth or sixth pick like that. Um, honestly, in a non-premium um, draft, I think you still have to take him up there you know, it's at seven or eight. If he's truly that same player that you're drafting in the tight end premium leagues, you believe it. He's generational and is a can't miss guy. And he's going to be this great receiver. Then you take him. I think he could be though, right? Yeah, I think so. I I mean, I don't know, obviously, but many people think so. And it's, if it if that's in the cards, you want to take him he, at, at seven in a non-premium league. He's you, you want him at that pretty point, close to his ceiling at this point. Though. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, and that's where coming into uh, a startup and some of the trades I'm hearing about, that's where I kind of have to be like, wow, that's 
a lot for somebody that has yet to he's 20 years old <laughs> great breakout age i mean don't get me wrong if anything that's a plus the dude's going to be a monster but is he going to hit year one like is this like would you do like hawkinson plus something and move pits i mean maybe it would it, because you know hawkinson 2022 plugged in first yeah hawkinson's plugged in and ready to go now you know that's the thing and maybe pits hit the hits the field and does that too but let's say that you're trying to win right now in 2021 that might not be a bad play hawkinson already i mean for all intents and purposes you could say he broke out he's he's good to go and i don't see that offense necessarily using him any less do you no I mean, I, it seems like they want to make probably him a more. star you know what I mean? Yeah. Like he's It's a risk though. I mean, if you really think Pitts is that good, trade him for Hawkinson in 2022 first. I, I think that's getting good value if you drafted Pitts, let's say at 6, right? Mm-hmm. In the first round and you got another a fir- another first plus Hawkinson. Um yeah, I don't have a problem with that. Now, the thing is when people make those kinds of deals and this just came up today, someone was asking me a similar question. Actually, it was in the Dynasty Trades HQ Patreon chat. Um, there, one I just happened to tune in today, and and one of our listeners said, "Hey, um, one of our patrons, you know, Stafford. Um, I'm sorry, Staff, Stafford. You, I don't know why I just said that. Their their, their question was, would you trade, um, you know, Sam? Dar- would you trade Baker Mayfield for Sam Darnold and um, a 2022 first? And I said, no, I wouldn't. And, you know, ordinarily, you know, getting another quarterback, maybe a step down, right, a tier down, plus that first rounder sounds great. But I feel like that's that's the kind of move that keeps bad teams bad. That's the kind of moves that, you know, you have to sometimes have some intestinal fortitude and be like, you know what, um, I'm I'm dangerous. I'm Baker Mayfield. I have this starting quarterback <laughs> rising team that's doing really well. And, yeah, he's not a top three quarterback in the NFL. Um, but but he does score points. He's in an offense that's designed to do that. Yeah, they run the ball a lot. They throw to the tight ends. But he's already a successful quarterback and a successful offense. It seems like they have the right plan in action there. You're getting a guy in his peak years that have has all this youth injected into the team. It's poised for you know maybe a mini dynasty, let's say years of success. Mm-hmm. You're just going to give that guy away at whatever that first might end up being. You don't know yeah. and. And also, you're, the risk that you're taking is that you completely whiff and miss on that first. You don't get a quarterback. Yeah. And you're stuck with a shitty Sam Darnold in Carolina. Well, now, you know I like you're Darnold. Ta- you're taking a not, gamble on both Sam Darnold and the why first. why would you do it? Yeah. No sense in doing it. You have If you're trying to rebuild, you have a young, the perfect quarterback to start your foundation with. Getting that first next year doesn't help you re- start rebuilding your team now. I mean, it sounds like you're gaining value, but are you? I think you're going backwards. Yeah, and I think that, you know... For me, like for a lesson I've learned from myself is knowing when to kind of stop. Like you're building a team, you've got good momentum, you're trying to put all the pieces in the right place. And then it gets to this point, like why divert to Sam Darn? Like you're putting all these pieces in place. Like, and sometimes you get to the point where you're like, man, I don't think I need to tweak with this anymore. I've just been having so much fun tweaking it that I want to keep this momentum going. And then you get to this point where you're like, okay, no, I need to stop. Like, this is silly. And that, I think that that's where I would almost say that point is with that. Like Sam Darnold could end up that, I mean, you could end up totally winning that trade. If Sam Darnold ends up coming out and proves us all wrong in Carolina, but you you could also end up totally losing it. And then you're watching somebody else just go on with Baker Mayfield. I've made those Mm -hmm. mistakes. Like I, uh, I traded away, Josh Allen for uh, 2021st and Dwayne Haskins. 
oh, a shit. couple of years yeah. ago. This was this was a, um, when we. I mean, this was a couple of years ago. I mean, before the twenty twenty. Yeah, before draft, Josh Allen during the twenty nineteen you know, season yeah. somewhere. Um, yeah. I made that trade, and here's like I regret the trade. I feel like I lost the trade, but the small piece of redemption is that pick was a 108 or something and swift fell to me there so it ended up being swift and haskins so i don't feel like i totally ruined that team or anything but i lost what we think of as the most important position i lost josh allen like some people are saying qb2 to qb3 because i felt fine diverting to a much lesser quarterback and i still had hope in haskins and now we've seen the failure Yeah, we've all made those kinds of moves. I, I just feel like at some point, you know, a lot of people really, I, I think they take things to the extreme. The, well, I'm rebuilding, so I need to think about Debbie picks, you know, Debbie players. I need to think about rookies this year. And, you know, despite the fact that they might not be, be getting good ones, they might just be getting rookies. Just, you know, they're younger. Are they are they any better than what they, you know, already have? Yes. Um, you know, a guy like Baker Mayfield, he, he isn't the greatest quarterback in the league, but he's only 26 years old you're not it's not like you're getting an old tired dog you know you're not getting a guy who's going to retire anytime soon i agree with everything you said earlier too though like even the way the offense is running and it does i mean you you talked about the goods and the bads like they are going to run it a lot i think that's the downside and you we may never see what baker's really capable of because of the way that offense is ran but they want to run it through him he's got a job he's a I feel like way more secure than Sam Darnold is. And then you're going to still have the Baker Mayfield ceiling games. But I think otherwise you kind of know what you're getting from him. And I mean, why shouldn't they give it to Chubb and Hunt? Yeah. And and they're passing to those guys too. And I, I realize you could get a quarterback that, you know, is going to score more points and be maybe more consistent than Baker Mayfield. There's all kinds of arguments you can make about a quarterback, but Sam Darnold is definitely not that guy. And I'm a buyer. I'm buying Sam Darnold because I believe he's going to be better. I, I, well, I think he can be better and he's going to a better place as far as an organization and a, and a team that wants him number one. Um, and, and it couldn't be any worse. That's how I'm looking at it. So for me, he is a buy and people are willing to get rid of him for a song. So I just think that whole trade and not to sell that person that might be listening to this, you know, um, a bill of goods with this. It's just that I thought it was kind of, um, crazy to me that some people disagreed and thought that the first and Sam Darnold was the way to go. I just don't see it. And I, and I think when you rebuild, you have to consider things like that. So back to the pits for Hawkinson and the first, maybe not right. Because, if Pitts really is as good as people think he can be um, and he's ready to hit the ground running now, maybe you hang on to that guy because I don't know if Hawkinson and a first is really enough. Yeah. Yeah. And you might be able to get more even. Um, So really quick, I want to stay in Cleveland. You made me think of something when you thought of kind of like those, those building moments and just how, how people sometimes I feel like go the wrong direction with it because they do want those picks. They want more dart throws. They feel like it's time to get rid of things. I think you've seen this, but the other day, like somebody kind of asked like Jarvis Landry or Darnell Mooney. And I said, Jarvis Landry, even if you're rebuilding. And I truly like believe that because, well, first of all, Landry is Uh a good example of somebody that's completely undervalued. And that always has been. Yeah. yeah, And and consistent. Yeah. That poll is a perfect example of why. I mean, he's been so consistent and he's he's a year older than Kenny Galladay with an actual freaking NFL resume. Dude, yeah, he has he has the resume. I mean, it's hard to beat Jarvis Landry when it comes to what he's done on the football field, what he gives to his football team. 
And on top of that, the fantasy points that he consistently puts up, even as like the secondary or, th- you know, at, at times really a, mm-hmm. like the third option. Um, yeah, that's that's a hell of a football player. Yeah. And, and it's funny, if you like football, you get why people like Jarvis Landry. There are plenty of people that play fantasy football that they'd probably be just as happy at times playing online poker or something. It's, yeah. it's a game. It's a value play. It's about winning it. They don't even necessarily like football. And I have some friends like that and I don't get it. I love football. Yep. And I still am going to beat the crap out of most of these guys that don't like football. They try to win with metrics and numbers. Honestly, I yeah. I feel like when you love football and you watch football, you pick up on some of the things that other people don't. And then you also can tap into the the angle with the numbers and the metrics. And and it takes a football person to really appreciate a Jarvis Landry. I People still dog on him to this day. And he's done nothing but been a great yeah. player and, and a fantasy point score. Like, why? Why the hate? Why the angst uh, against Jarvis Landry? Uh, yeah, I'll, I'll tell you what. I got a trade you can throw at the Dynasty Trades HQ guys, and I think you could pull this off. Okay. But you could go get Jarvis Landry plus and sell Kenny Galladay. Trade your Kenny Galladay for Jarvis Landry plus, and you'll have more fantasy points. Because, again, I mean, we're stuck. I, I want to get away from this a little bit, but I'll take Baker Mayfield throwing to my wide receiver, even with Odell Beckham on the field, over Daniel Jones to beat up Kenny Galladay. Yeah, because Landry's the, the, the engine that makes the car go. You know, Beckham's the, you know, the rims and the stereo and the, you know, the package that you, the chip that you put in to make it go a little faster. Yeah. I mean, Landry's the guy that makes the team go. I think everybody knows that. And, and I'm with you. Galladay's not much off on the age and he's not what you would consider a consistent um, uh, production person. So <laughs> the the funny thing about that is um, you would definitely be better off getting Jarvis in a pick or Landry in another player um, over Galladay for sure. Yeah. I don't think a lot of people would see it that way. And, and th- that's why we have trades, you know, people don't see th- things the same way, but I, I love how you, um, you make those associations with like people think of Galladay as a young player, right? I saw yeah. you tweet about that. They think he's this young, you know, fresh thing. That's, you know, this, this big time, uh, big play receiver, but is he right? And he can be, we've seen it. But, I mean, he gets a quarterback downgrade now for sure. And we've 100%. only seen flashes of it. So I, I would say, everything else aside, this has got to be the most kick-ass news segment I've ever heard. And I haven't even listened to it yet. Yeah. So <laughs> there's that. That's funny. So let's talk a little bit about rookies really quick before we get out of here. We've okay. done both done some rookie drafts. I know we've been going back and forth a lot as we're making picks. Some stuff we're excited about. Some stuff we're surprised about. You bet. <laughs> what is your like the, one of your picks that you've been able to make or slide into trade into a pick like your favorite fall where you're just kind of like, wow, I got my guy here or a guy here you really like about. I don't want to make him your guy. Um, Yeah, uh, well, you know, I, I got Rashad Bateman and Terrace Marshall on a couple drafts lower than I expected. I, I feel like if those guys are dropping past the 112, the 2.1, uh, two, I'm sorry, the 112 or the 2.01, they become instantly um a yeah, huge value plays and i've gotten them both um lower like that i traded um on one of my um hq listener league teams during the draft i traded both um denzel mims and wow. henry ruggs during the draft that's right so that i could get um players that i wanted like bateman like terrace marshall and then um in one of the moves i i actually thought that wow this guy's fallen 
too far. I'm not even the biggest fan, but I was like, you know, if you let Kadarius Tony fall to like the two not two oh nine. Wow, I haven't seen you him might fall not, that late. If yeah, if you're not a buyer at that point, you're crazy. What do you go twentieth overall in the NFL draft? Wasn't that where the Giants yep. picked? Um, that's really high NFL draft capital. And I know he's an after the you know an after the catch guy. It's not a big route guy. And at that point, a kid dr- that played your rookie draft, yeah, it's getting kind of like yeah. So it, yeah, I will trade him. Yeah, I'll trade him for more than the two hundred nine and you know the moves that I made. And and I look back at that and I realize I hadn't even traded away my twenty twenty two firsts and twenty twenty three firsts. You know, I, I made a, I traded away Mims and Rugs. And you know, I I you felt know like I, I love I, the I, idea of selling Mims. We've talked about that. Yep. And for me, I, I mean, I like Henry Ruggs fine, but I just I don't see him ever being a consistent player. I'm sure he's going to have those, you know, bigger things that happen a la, um, oh, my God, uh, Hall, uh, Marquise Brown and, you know, for the Ravens. He's going to have those explosive things that right. he does and then he's going to drop off. And, I, you know, I'm fine getting guys like Bateman, guys like Terrace Marshall, who are, I think, capable of being um, more of a prototypical alpha wide receiver one, especially in, in, you know, with Marshall being able to play inside and outside and like guys like Michael Thomas and some of the more dynamic players like Jefferson, you know, from this, from the same alma mater. I mean, guys that have a shot at becoming wide receiver ones are generally not, you know, Rondale Moore and Elijah Moore, as much as I love both of them. And as much as I had them highly rated, I've been skipping them over for Terrace Marshall, Rashad Bateman. And then when those guys fall off the board, I start looking at Kadarius Tony because even though, like I said, I'm not the biggest fan of his wide receiver play, super savvy player. He knows how to uh, move and, and get open in the, on the field. He used to play quarterback. Hell, that kid could play any position. Um, he's just one of those guys. And I think that's worth, you know, what are you trying to do? in your rookie drafts are you trying to hit base hits or are you trying to hit home runs and you know you you have to pick those spots to do it so those are some of the things i did and that was just one draft but um i've definitely traded a lot in this draft up um i haven't traded back you know i i traded out where i came into these with not a lot in seconds and then i i've moved back in high though like between the one uh the 110 and the 210 i've moved up to get guys I agree. Last year, it was a a move back as many times as you can within like that first 24 to 30 picks. This year, it was move up as quick as you can, as many times as you can, and try to get Mm -hmm. in that top 18 plus. Um, I love Marshall, to be clear. Like, I I like his landing spot. I thought you did. Yeah. Um, so great I'm, opportunity at his landing spot. Yeah. I mean, we don't know the quarterback situation, but he could end up being uh, a, a huge player. And it, they don't you know not a lot of competition. I mean, not not on his side of the field anyway. So he's going to step in and have every opportunity. So I think you're right there. And, you know, Chuba Hubbard really fell off the radar last season and coming into these drafts. And he's just become like a third round darling for me. Yeah. I mean, you know, he's playing behind Christian McCaffrey. Who who knows? But he he's fast. You know, he's not you know the tiniest player. He he has a lot of skill, and I think you know I'm I'm taking a shot at him being one of those guys that fell through the cracks and um, ends up being something. And I feel like you know, in a, at, for a mid third, that's I think it's crazy that he's still there. To be honest, yeah. So my biggest surprise that I was able to obtain was actually at 108 in the Dynasty Trades HQ one listener league where yeah, where I, I had got, no picks. <laughs> yeah. I got Jamar chase at one Oh eight. 
crazy, yeah. Because everybody wants those quarterbacks. So did I. I'm not even going to lie, dude. Yep. But But then Shane jumped in front of me last minute. Dude, I even told him, like, I had all, I knew I was getting Mac Jones at 108. I had all the confidence in the world. I'm kicking back, not worried about it. And then I saw that trade go through. And all of a sudden, Shane jumped in front of me at 107. I was like, oh my gosh. Like yeah. what is what just happened? Like all my confidence went away. He picked really quick. Mac Jones was off the board, dude. I have never had so many trades hit my. I swear to you, at one time, everybody <laughs> wanted that one hundred eight to get Jamar. Yeah, for Chase. Jamar Chase, sure. I mean, I had at still. one time in my inbox, and I took a picture of it. I had like six trades in there from people trying to get that. And I just wasn't really at the point where I felt right. Because at at this point, you're not just trading the 108 away. You're trading Jamar Chase away. You're trading Jamar Chase away. You're trading the huge value of it. And and for people listening, this is a 16-team league. And kind of when you're out of it, when your team stinks, you're out of it for multiple years. Like it's You're not going to get back into it. If you get rid of your assets, that might be enough to to help you. Yep. You know, to to start rebuilding. But um, if you don't have picks at the top of this draft and you need players, you're you're just shit out of luck. Yeah. And, and by the time the draft's over, there's nothing available. The the waiver wire is bare, and there are no quarterbacks. I mean, people are moving and up to get Kyle Trask and Jamie so Newman. Bad, dude. Yeah, I can't believe you let that happen. Yeah, Shane Shane is dirty in these leagues, man. It, he really is. He he makes it was some a great move, man. Especially because as soon as he did it, I knew why. I knew what was going to happen. I mean, I had this small little bit of hope that he was going to take Jamar Chase, but I I looked at his team and I was like, oh my God, like. No, I I just, you know, I love Shane. You know, he's my co-host on the HQ. This is an HQ listener league, but I have to say Shane's team in this league has just always been kind of not good. It's been, and he does, he does all this stuff. He makes these moves. I want it in year one. Um, Larry Monkey won it, I think, in year two last year. I honestly forget who won it last year, but um, somebody new won it last year. And 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 Shane, I think he barely made the playoffs. Larry won or he it barely last missed. year, dude. Larry won it again. Yeah, I hate that guy. Yeah. Anyways, um, I don't I don't trade with him. I don't know how he ends up having such a good team. I don't think I've ever traded. Oh, dude, look at it today. Look at it today, Larry. Your team is shit now. Yeah, it is. And I, I did see that he he had his two year run and, and ruined it. But 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 really, Shane's team isn't good. So he needed he needed Mac Jones. He needed um, Javante Williams. You know, he needed those players that he he got in the yeah. first round. So so I and I took out over my team like week fourteen or fifteen. You guys were in the playoffs and you needed somebody yeah. to take over a team. And now yeah. I'm gonna I, I'm gonna win this year. I hope you do. Yeah, you might. You you might. You made That'd a lot fun. of moves coming in. So we, actually, there was a trade I was looking to make, and you made it. And I was like, oh my god! I was just I didn't accept it in time when I saw the deal. I had the same deal basically. Oh, Larry, you had. we've talked a lot about Larry tonight. Yeah, I don't want to talk about him anymore. Let's we, move we on. We got yeah, one more because this is hurt. super relevant to every, and it just happened. Oh no! So before the show started, I sent a a trade to somebody you don't like to trade with our friend, Larry monkey. If you guys want check check out uh, dynasty hot sauce for sure. Larry's an awesome guy. All jokes aside. So at that part was a joke too, though. So, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. so I sent him my Kyle Pitts for TJ Hawkinson and Sam Darnold. And he rejected it just to let you guys know that I did try that. I didn't have time to cancel it here while we were talking, and my trade was rejected. I still have Kyle Pitts. I also have Kyle Pitts in the Dynasty Trades HQ1 Listener League. 
Because at that point, I didn't want it. I thought Mac Jones would fall to me. Eh, whatever, Shane. Yeah, so. you you did well though. You you did well inquiring picks and um, getting getting Kyle Pitts at 106 and Jamar Chase at 108. That that was great work. Yeah, you you were rebuilding that team very quickly. I had a lot of fun. Um, it, it was a very active rookie draft. I mean, even yeah, when I wasn't yeah, involved, for, I mean, it was a lot of speak fun. Speak for yourself. 403, I got Tommy Tremble. 410, I got Jamie Newman. And I think I moved up for Tommy Tremble. Yeah, Tommy Tommy Tremble and Jamie Newman. That's how I came out of. But man, you feel really good about it, though, when you see like who they're taking at 506 and 508 in a 16 team league. You're like, man, I don't even care (laughs) that I got rid of those picks. Like, not even a little bit. So we got to get out of here really quick. I want to ask you one thing Jamar Chase, where do you draw the line here? Jamar Chase or Michael Thomas? Um, I think you want to go with Jamar Chase because he's a rookie, right? And, um, you know, Michael Thomas is what going to be, what is it, 28? All right, let me fire some no more No more Drew at Brees. You. But, uh, but th- that said, I think it might Terry depend McLaurin, on your situation your to win this year State or not. Boy. Nice, stop. Let me make it tough <laughs> for you. Terry, Terry McLaurin, McLaurin or-, or Jamar Chase. We're sticking with Jamar Chase on all of these. Jamar Chase. Amari Cooper? Jamar Chase. Allen Robinson. Jamar Chase. DJ Moore. Jamar Chase. Keenan Allen. Jamar Allen or Keenan Chase. That's a, <laughs> honestly, I think it's still Jamar Chase. I, I love Keenan Allen. Actually, all those receipts. Keenan Allen would be tough for me to do, but I think, you know, I, I would still do it. Michael Thomas, too, my favorite. And Terry McLaurin is tough because that guy, man, he wins all over the field, too. But knowing what people are paying and trying to do to acquire Jamar Chase is where it breaks for me because I yeah. don't know that I would get as much out of any of those other players as people are willing to give right now for Jamar Chase. So right now, today, I'm saying Chase. All right, let's do Jalen Waddle. Jalen Waddle or Jerry Judy? Waddle. Sutton. Sutton or, or Waddle? Probably still Waddle, but I love Sutton. Waddle or Juju? Waddle. Waddle or T. Higgins? Ah, man, you can't do that to me. T. Higgins. I, I I, will never. T. Higgins has been my dude for so long because I'm biased. I had him in so many Debbie leagues. I got him like, you know, as soon as I could get him. And he's a guy that sticks out to me that made it all the way through and all the way in and now is doing well in the pros. So I'm going to take my my guy out of sheer bias, uh, T. Higgins. And honestly, I don't think that's the right answer. I mean, the wrong. <laughs> I don't think that's the wrong answer. People are going to be like, yeah, you're right. It ain't the right answer. I, I don't think that's the wrong answer. Waddell's a big play guy, but he's got a lot to show that he can be uh, a big boy like T. Higgins. I love it, though, man. I mean, that that was still a lot of Waddle love. I, I like the yeah. Waddle in your Dude. walk, man. Tell him who man, you are, thanks. everything about you, everything. Don't miss a damn thing, and I'll get yeah, you out of yeah, here. Yeah, man. There's this Dynasty Trades HQ, the podcast we've been doing for like three years. My buddies Mike and Shane. Check it out. It's a lot of fun. We do that every week. Um, and then a, a fun project. You've been on a couple times too, Swags. Um, Off the Rails Dino on there with um, Katie Flower, Matt Walker, Scott Connor. And um, we do that every couple weeks. And, and you know, it, you'll see me in a league. I'm in a league with you somewhere, I'm sure. No, that is an awesome crew over at Off the Rails too, if you guys haven't checked that out. Yeah, thanks, man. Good group of peeps. I am Swagzilla Zero G. This is the Super Flexible Podcast. Dude, I like Waddle a lot, too. Waddle or Bateman, let's make this tough for you. How about your boy? Are you going against your boy here? Um, Landing spots kind of I I go back and forth on, but I'm still going to go with Bateman. Yeah. And I, yeah, just by a, just by a smidge. 
Wow, so that means you're probably going, okay, so Bateman or Higgins? Mm, man, I hate you. You're always you're always good with the questions. Uh, I'm still going to go with um, my boy T. Higgins here. I like it. I mean, you have to stick to your guns at some point. Or people just, they're not going to buy what you're selling. Dude, like, <laughs> like two or three weeks before the NFL draft, somebody sent me a trade. They sent me T. Higgins for James Robinson. I accepted. And I know what you did, right? Oh, I accepted you did that accept. trade. Dude, good Hell for yeah. you. yeah, I liked James Robinson, but he, I mean, even, uh, I, I'm not, you know, I, I, that was T. Higgins. Even Someone with the assumption with Jamar Chase it. coming there, I was still like, what the hell? Like, yes, I'm going to do this. That probably helps. Higgins, and then after that, I, mean? I, I mean, chased Claypool away for Josh Jacobs and rectified my running back situation. Yeah, I think you improved um, on both counts for sure. Jacobs is much more secure, even with uh, you know Kenyon Drake there. Uh, they Such better pass the ball to him year. more. It really is. They need to pass the ball more to Jacobs. But yeah, no, I like what you did there. I really do.